0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Bag alert. Major bag alert. Uh, bag alert. Major
2: burp burp, burp,
1: burp. Bag alert. All right, John, it's no
2: time for another mailbag. Can you tell it's a Jewish white guy? (laughs) It's me, DJ Khaled. Uh, I've watched, I'm actually balls deep right now in the Seinfeld reruns. I mean, it's just, what a show. So good, right? (laughs) What, uh, I, I don't know if George quite gets enough credit. He is, I mean, obviously Jerry's the star, but I think George plays a pretty major role in the show, at least the season I watched.
1: I've thought about this because I, you know, I've had this conversation with our buddy, AJ writing a lot. Like if you had to get rid of one character, he he sent me one time a couple of years ago, this thing that was like, you know, you get a dollar, you have like $5 to build your Seinfeld roster, you know? Yeah. And I think I put George and his dad on my roster with putty and Jerry might've been my group.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I do that. I've thought about this. I think the hardest Like, Kramer is unique. Elaine's perfect. Jerry's great.
2: Elaine's really good. I think George, as
1: great as Kramer is, I think Elaine and George, while a little redundant because they both get angry at stupid shit, are kind of more critical to the feeling of the show. George is perfect. Absolutely perfect. To me, if you had to pick. He might be the most valuable player, honestly. Because Jerry, actually, anybody could kind of.
2: I mean, he's great. He's great. Yeah, but, but the thing is with the chicks, he's got to be good looking enough. And, you know, part but of, he's his,
1: kind of know. the straight man in the whole thing.
2: No, I know, but he, but his look, he's able to pull off like still with some babes.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying like specifically, uh, maybe I'm talking more about the actor. I'm just saying George is irreplaceable. No, I, no,
2: I hear you. I, I think it's closer to being like, uh, I, I think George, than the casual person, on the outside views as a role player. I think it's much closer to like clay and Steph than it would be like, Steph and, like, uh, Jordan Poole or something, you know? Yeah, yep. <laughs> I mean, he's... George is a star in the show. He makes star. Jerry
1: better because Jerry Way gets to better. react to him.
2: George is incredible. I didn't realize what a great performance George Costanza just has on a, on a consistent it's basis. It's why it was, was hard show. for him
1: to do another show. I mean, nobody really did another show afterwards except for Veep for... for. Um, uh,
2: yeah, for Elaine.
1: Uh, Newman Medicine. got
2: the cameo in Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Harder. I mean, yeah. George no, George exactly. just did another show where he was George, I think. It's been Larry's anyway. voice.
2: Larry's voice is pretty funny randomly coming in. When Larry,
1: L- when Larry David David will do like the yeah. voice of somebody yelling from the street.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. The uh slash ham, the fundraiser we've got going. Get in it. We put ten thousand dollars in. Tito's put five thousand. Puesto, fantastic Mexican food, put two thousand in. And now we want you to join us through the rest of the year, John, in our fundraising campaign.
2: Yep, get in it right now, nokidhungry.org slash ham. Donate. You can write off all tax deductibles. Very easy.
1: All right, through the end of the year, as always, we thank our sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka. Time to dive in the mailbag. Very easy. You go to iTunes. You leave us a review. Five stars in that review. You leave us a question, and that question, you can put whatever you want. Be sports-related, not be sports-related. We always love when you throw in your favorite bar. Support a local business. So let us begin, John, with... Uh, this about the Seahawks rebuild. You guys are pretty good at doing what you're doing. I enjoy Middlecoff's sexual metaphors sometimes, like when he talks about the Rams just whipping their nuts out, or in this case, being balls deep in Seinfeld. Uh, You guys made a video about the Seahawks just blowing it up after the season. I'm assuming it's Jimmy's last year with the Niners. How crazy would it be if the Seahawks blew it up and signed Jimmy Garoppolo to be their quarterback while they do the rebuild? They could have a starting quarterback who's not horrible. He's not the guy you want for the next five to ten years, but Seahawks has a destination for Jimmy G.
2: Feels a hard one to see. Uh, Part of it because I think he keeps playing just serviceable. He's going to have a trade market. They don't have any money, you know, in terms of cap space or picks. Really, I guess they
1: have second rounders, probably.
2: Yeah, but even like, I mean, what's even now? If Jimmy got traded, he's still probably going for like a third, fourth. You know, Jimmy's not getting to me a second round pick. Do
1: you think? If he just Uh, plays like he's played the last several weeks, I don't. Probably not. I don't think so.
2: Like, wouldn't end the, of the second, take like maybe take, fourth?
1: Yeah, I mean, they would take anything, really. They're not in a position to say no. At the end of the day, they'll take somebody's offer.
2: Let's say he did have a bunch of options. Do you think he's uh, trading him to Seattle? Uh,
1: well, I mean, he, I don't think Kyle would be opposed to it necessarily because I think Kyle would look at it like I can beat him. There's a reason I replaced him. So I don't think it's for him, you know, like, we're not trading him in the division. I don't think he looks at Jimmy that way. Now, to me, it wouldn't be crazy for Seattle. I don't know if it totally like they would trade Russell, get multiple picks back. They're not are they getting Daniel Jones back in that trade? That doesn't no. really make sense for them no. so you know i it probably doesn't make sense for them to then draft a rookie quarterback and have that guy play right away. so even though I don't think this happens, I actually when you kind of unfold it, I don't think it's as crazy as it sounds
2: yeah, the Texans. There's just going to be a lot of teams interested that I think are. It's a if you're much Jimmy, worse, would you
1: rather play for the Texans or the Seahawks? We don't know who the, we don't, you know, if Pete's let's say Pete's there.
2: Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of moving parts. I think there are just going to be people that know him, that believe in him, that are going to want him. And hell Denver could strike out. Like I, I think there would just be some better football, you know, situations.
1: Uh, next up, this is from B rush. longtime listener, five star pot with all the buzz on the new coaching hires. Around college football, like Lincoln Riley and uh, Kelly, oh, Brian Kelly, it's getting me excited to find out who the Raiders might hire as their head coach. Any realistic thoughts that come to mind of someone who might be a great fit or hire? Well, I mean, I'd bail on Rick Passaccia, John, if you get some of the playoffs. or oh, Were you about to Who's yell somebody's name?
2: Who's got it better than us? No. Nobody. He took a massive pay cut. I mean, they thought about firing him last year. Now, he's come storming back. But I'd say Harbaugh has a little, like, Trumpian, Portnoy pettiness to him, you know? That I'm not saying he's, like, out on Michigan, because he's clearly giving him his all. But would it totally shock you that if he bounced after this season? Uh, Well, he has talked to the Raiders. The Raiders have been
1: interested before. I think the question would be, does he think what he did— was the perfect storm or does he think it's the beginning of what is next, where he can beat Ohio state for the next, you know, six years or something like that. But there would be something to, you know what? I just climbed this mountaintop. I did what I came here to do. How can it get better than this? Uh, He left Stanford after he won the orange bowl, albeit, you know, he went to the 49ers. So it's, he's already done that once. He hadn't been to the NFL as a head coach before, but I could see that. Yes. I don't think that's crazy yeah, so I don't think that's crazy. There, he took Stanford to, to the an top eye. and it was like, all right, that's worth that's with luck and that's as far as they go. you know um, I don't think it's crazy. Leave them I, before they leave you.
2: I could see I mean that, that to me is a it's a pretty big swing, but I think Doug Peterson would make a lot of sense. A guy that can coach quarterbacks, a guy that's had success as a head coach, a guy that's worked in a crazy market, who's just used to it. I think Doug Peterson, if you're leaving rich, to you, doesn't he make a ton of sense for Derek? Yeah, I think he makes. I think one thing
1: with Doug, even though it ended weird in Philly, feels like Doug's just solid. And I don't yeah. mean he can't I win I mean I he won a him. championship. He's a normal guy. He's, he's yeah, a that's leader. what I'm. Saying. I just some he's stable. Stable is the word I'm looking. For. He's just
2: stable. He, he doesn't need like Doug Peterson was around like Marino and Favre as a player. Like he's not some ego man. Like he's he's been around. The, he used to the do a radio time. show. <laughs>
1: Remember when he was Favre's backup? Yeah, he just like didn't, go to the Brett bar and want hang to do out. it. Yeah, he just go to the bar and hang out. He hosted the show, I think, was part of the story. Oh, that was it, yeah. Uh, next up, this podcast is a to listen for Sports Info and Entertainment. Connected. Hilarious. Been listening for two-plus years. Never miss an episode. My question is, how many college recruits can Lincoln Riley take from the porthole versus uh, how many he can offer a full ride? What's the max number for both? Thank you again for all the entertainment. He can do whatever he wants. as long As many scholarships as he has is as many people as he can take. So if he's got 25 scholarships? He could take 25 guys out of the portal if he wanted. All the scholarships are the same, one-year scholarships. So, um, yeah, he could do whatever well, he when wants. I, when
2: I take that guy, so let's say a guy, I'm at Alabama. I redshirted in, two, in 2019. I play, Does 20 not count for anybody? 20 is a free year.
1: So if you're a senior in 20, you got to play again this year. Anything okay, else if...
2: you were in 20, you got another. Okay, Just so let's say, let's, year say, didn't happen. let's say I'm a freshman. Eligibility standpoint. I'm a freshman in 2021 this season, and I'm at Alabama. And I redshirted, and I realized Nick's like, you know, you're not going to play at minimum for two more years. And I transfer. Do I then have four more years to play for? Like, does my if clock. I was just, a redshirt, yeah. yeah does my clock, when I transfer, just stay what it is wherever I go, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So if you redshirted this year, you get one free transfer without sitting out a year. So you could transfer to Caleb Williams, didn't transfer this year, didn't redshirt at Oklahoma didn't play in 2020, right? He was a true freshman.
2: He's got four years to play three moving forward.
1: So, yes, then he could transfer, play right away, and have four years, three more years of playing left in him.
2: So I I think you have to do a little balancing act. Spencer
1: Rattler, here's another example. He redshirted, right, two years ago? Yep. Then was a redshirt freshman this year. Is that
2: right? Uh, No, he's a multi-year star. I mean, 2020 didn't count, but he started in 2020.
1: Did he redshirt the year before that?
2: Uh, uh, I thought he redshirted one year. This is Jalen Hurts' second year. So Jalen Hurts was a starter three years ago. So So he he redshirted. redshirted.
1: Okay, so he redshirted. Then 2020, he was a redshirt freshman. So I'm sorry, 2019, he redshirted. Okay, so it doesn't count. 2020, he comes out and plays as a redshirt freshman. Luckily,
2: that year doesn't count.
1: Right. So he could, in theory, transfer with three years still left to play and play right away.
2: To me, what happens like when sophomores and juniors transfer and they have, you know, two or three year, you know, two or one year left. Wouldn't you rather go if you're a big program with younger guys? Because you For are sure. kind of living short. For term. sure. But you yeah, you could but you could bring in a guy who played as a uh
1: I mean, you could bring in a guy that was a senior this year, that like played his fourth year of college football but has a free year. So you could do that. But,
2: but that absolutely. used to happen a lot with the graduate transfers. With grad so you knew, transfers. You, yeah. you knew what you were getting. That part's
1: not weird um it's just well, with that the now grad transfer grad i had to give him
2: a scholarship right they got a scholarship yeah too. you got it,
1: yeah you but but now it's like you can play a guy who's played grad transfers used to have played 3 years of football but had another year of playing, but had been in college for 4 years right so is it impacting
2: college basketball a lot are guys moving around at rapid rates in college basketball uh yeah yeah are we only scratching the surface? The difference is in college isn't basketball. Isn't this gonna be nuts in the next like, well, I five think, years? I
1: think we're I think like what Washington's doing this year, where the where an established quarterback looks like Jake Kaner, our guy, is going with the coach. Like that's yeah, it is gonna be. The free year of eligibility is what really and it's really crazy right now because you had the free year and then you add to the free year the free transfer year. So um
2: But the free but, transfer year is not changing. Right, right. I'm saying
1: you've got two crazy things going on. You've got the new free transfer year, and you've got a year that didn't count against your. So eligibility
2: you're saying last like year. three or four years when we get farther enough away from 2020, and everyone's just on a normal cycle. Maybe it's a little less crazy. No, I think it'll go- still
1: be it'll still be crazy. It's just this year you have more players because you have more guys that were in like more people were eligible to play college football this year than normally.
2: Doesn't Chip Kelly didn't Chip Kelly have like five or six transfers starting on his team this year?
1: A lot of teams had a lot of guys, yeah. yeah. Especially guys that change jobs and move up, bump up a level, or even if they don't bump up a level. But that's where you take, eh, I'll just take my four best players from Buffalo.
2: Well, that's what Dabo said, we'll never do that because they don't do junior college transfers. They just believe in the culture. But they're not junior college guys. No, I know, but they haven't done that yet. I wonder if you eventually have to change. Because even Saban t- has a taken... Cord- a coordinator comes, maybe, and brings a quarterback with them, you know? Sa- Saban has a, a Ohio State wide receiver, He had Dickerson who traded for a transfer from Florida state. To me, you got to be open-minded to everything.
1: I don't care who you are No, I mean, who's turning down solutions. All right. Moving along, John, this is from TJ. Love the show. Always putting up great content. Hopefully a non-sports mailbag question is okay. Absolutely. They're welcome here. I heard you guys talking about Nick Saban jamming out to give me shelter after every game. I travel a lot for work and I've always played the same song during takeoff. Is there a song either of you turn on while you're doing something? Maybe Nick and I are crazy. TJ.
2: I can't believe he didn't put the song that he plays. That Whoa. is devastating. I mean, I need to know the song during takeoff. I she mean, packed
1: her bags last night, pre-flight. Maybe it's Elton.
2: Yeah, I mean, to me it would be, is it something kind of negative as you're flying off, or is it something positive? I don't know. Does so he have, you have anxiety? Maybe. I mean, do you not listen when they tell you to turn the equipment off? Do they Definitely still do not.
1: That? I have not put my phone in airplane mode in four years. <laughs> no,
2: because you know it's a complete lie. Oh, I is see it breakdowns on YouTube? Yeah, it's a complete lie. Then That's why, the, I why? I don't. Why they lie they about it? I don't know. Just out of principle, they wanted your shit off, so you were attentive. <laughs> so your phone doesn't ring. No, I think so you're attentive. If something happens on, you know, as you're taking off, if something goes wrong, you can. listen. But I can't get a signal. Nothing's happening anyway. But I'm saying if you're listening to music, isn't that part of it? Like, yeah, I just download your... the music to my phone. Well, I know. Well, that's why no one turns it off anymore. But But I'm saying I don't need to, I
1: don't quite get what the angle is. Is it, were they afraid that it would interfere with some equipment, but it doesn't actually?
2: That would be my question. I didn't dive deep enough on it. I just remember reading or watching on YouTube. It was a complete lie. And I was like, I believe it because I've done it before and nothing happened. So is everyone.
1: Unless the pilot's in there like, ah, fuck, someone's got their phone on, whatever. Like, it doesn't really affect anything. Maybe that's, we need a pilot. Anyway, uh, any song? Do you go to like a, a go to?
2: I, I I'm a pretty uh musically just all over the place. Like I just whatever I hear that I'm liking, I kind of gravitate. I, I'm always moving. I'm sticking and mo- I'm like a Floyd Mayweather in the ring with music. Like I I get on kicks and then I gravitate towards something else. And it's like a I don't stick for something for long.
1: Butcherbox.com/slash/ham helps you make good decisions. Last night I was thinking about ordering out and then. I reached into the freezer, grab some ground beef, and all of a sudden it was homemade taco night. With Butcher Box, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. Butcher Box is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience. Because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always. And you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff. curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham. And you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Get on the Prize Picks app, just like me, and use the code ham50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot. Tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. So get in on the excitement. With Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, and you can get it on baseball too. I've got some season-long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs. Uh, not off. Not feeling great about Shohei less than thirty-eight and a half right now, but. I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Price picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on Picks you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. I love it. It's- Download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match
2: of up to $100. Can I tell you about my friends? Very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time Game Time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use Game Time. You just download the app on your smartphone and you can search any event concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app, and uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough, and here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout. And save $20 to any event. Download the Game Time app now. Tacovas,
1: oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is like a couple weeks ago. And I said, You, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to tacovas.com and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to tacovas.com, these boots are Austin designed. Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered, can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of tacovas and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented western wear, and it's all kinds of western staples. Trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Decovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel, vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.
0: BetMGM MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: I think it's hard. I'm with you. I think we're similar in that way. I don't like to have too much control over the music. Because I'll just listen to the same 25 songs if I do. You know what I mean? And that gets boring. So I like I let Pandora choose for me. That said, uh probably two or three years ago, uh, maybe it was last year actually, after the Michael Jordan doc, everyone always pays attention to Sirius, the song that they play for the Bulls introductions. Yeah. But the song that never gets enough attention from the Bulls is after the introductions as the players are walking onto the floor and dapping each other up and Michael and magic are shaking hands and the referees are testing their whistles and the crowd is up and the lights are, uh, the lights have now come up. They played Van Halen right now is the name of the Van Halen song. I, I can't play it for you. Cause then you I've, know I've YouTube heard, would I've take heard this video it. down. Yeah. I took the first, I think it's like a minute of that song before the words come in. It's got like a piano that starts and then the guitar and then the electric guitar. I looped, that minute into like a 10 minute file. And sometimes I'll start my day with that. I haven't done it in a while. This question actually reminded me of it that I, for a while I was just like, get the morning coffee, just put that thing on. And it's not like headbangers, just kind of gets your mind right. So that, that would be my answer to that question. I would say Van Halen's right now, the
2: first minute, just fucking fantastic. That's a good one. I might, after we finish this, walk down to the gym. And if I do, I'm going to think I'm just going to listen to gimme shelter the whole way there. That That feels like if Nick will do it, that's, I don't think he's randomly listening to that song. If it's good yeah. enough for saving, I think it's
1: good enough for everybody else.
2: Uh, 808 state fan feed the
1: kids donation made from Hawaii. Love the pod. Have two kids myself, three and a half years old, a little over two. shave it or save it. Love it. Buzzed it. Clipper last myself at 21, 22. shaved it at 24, 25 years old. Could have done it at 20, 21. If I had someone tell me told John to come to Kauai to golf instead of Maui on IG, but nightlife here is non-existent. Uh, one day, keep up the good work. Love the blend of the topics. Niner fans since the early eighties since the late eighties, early nineties, born in eighty-two, since seen a bunch of Niners on the island growing up. They used to visit post Super Bowl. Old school QB challenge used to be on the island. Even the older guys, golden years like Plunkett and Co.
2: Love it. There you go.
1: Eight oh eight Deli
2: in uh Kihei. Amazing pudding. Maui is just Maui's the shit. I mean when you're just there, you're like this place is awesome. I remember me and Jeff, we His played brother. a little golf and then we took a day off. We were there for like six days. Then we're going to play golf again. He's like, let's go get some lunch. Maybe it was like early lunch, probably like 10, 30, 11. He's like, I saw on the internet the number one food truck for Mahi uh, Fish Burritos is down the street from where we're going to play golf at Wailea." So we go down there. It's just this truck on the side. We had it. and It's like $10 a burrito and it just melts in your mouth. You're like, God. The water's right there. Mm. You're like, how do you beat this place? I know. So good. How do you? And I know the the uh the East Coast elites, they got their spots over there. You just don't, it's a long... Hawaii's a long way, right? If you live in New York. And just like their
1: places are a long way for us.
2: Yeah. It just, I just Hawaii just is sweet.
1: Uh next up for Mark, he says best sports show out there. The search bar in Chula Vista lets me get my Tito's on. The search bar in Chula Vista. Here's the question. Would you rather Would you rather the 49ers win one playoff game this year and are bounced or that they use this year for uh, developing Trey Lance but did not make the playoffs? Playoffs. Yeah, Playoffs won one and done in the playoffs this year.
2: Well, I was just thinking, like, that playoff weekend, January, their last game's the ninth, so that following week, that's a really big deal. It's a really big deal to be in that mix. And not like last year when you're the uh, remember the Bears. Like most teams in the playoffs, unless you have a major injury, like you talk that week, like you got a chance to win, mm-hmm. right? You're not you're usually not like a 15 point underdog. If the Niners played the Cowboys and somehow got to like ten and seven, and the Cowboys were 11 and six, what what would you guess the spread would be? Like Cowboys minus three? Like it'd be a. It's not like they're going to be a minus eight. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, so it's like that's a big it'd be a really really big deal guy for Kyle to make the playoffs this yeah, year and it, it keeps now you the consumer interested
1: yeah ask me again after two weeks after they lose and I'm like ah uh idiot 855 that's his name uh only sports pod I can stand hey guys how about calling your new segment cough it or quaff It? <laughs> that's not bad doesn't include my name though so I hate it uh but that's a good name cough it or quaffet Said, of shave it or save it." Anyway, uh, I just have one question: Why does Middlecal hate Gabe Kepler so much? It's like the guy who ran over his childhood pet or something. Keep it a good org.
2: I don't hate. I had nothing. I, I don't hate anybody. There's, there's, there's no hate in my heart. You're not buying any, it. Toward any human being that I've never met. <laughs> okay. And honestly, even people I met, I try to spend less and less time getting angry about anybody. I just, I, 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 I have a hard time with people that I think are fake. And it's why I, th- I think most politicians like I, I there's not a worse job to me in the world than being a politician because your whole life is is fake. You you say one thing when you actually and I understand part of life. You can't always just be blunt and tell the truth. I think everything the guy says, I feel like is he, is he putting on an act? Clearly, they had a really good season. It's weird because I want them to be good, but I want him to fail. And I just I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll just, a, I'm know. Be wrong, uh, but yep. I do know. I think Farhan's great. He's going to. He it
1: is. It's going to be harder and harder because I don't know what a manager does anymore. Manage people. Manage people, as uh, a friend of mine in baseball told me. Like, well, he manages people. Valder21 says uh, five stars. Haberman singing Bag Alert des- deserves to be on my Spotify rewind this year. Best song in the business. See the song that John mocked. Why mock your uh, version? Of yes, of course. I, I deserve to be mocked. I can't sing. You guys have been on fire with the locks. Well, thanks for putting Cat 11 to 12. Thanks for putting cash in the pockets of this teaching intern. My question is, what do you think you will do with your winnings? Any shot we can get some cool ham merch, hoodies or beanies for the winter maybe so we can show our support. Love you guys. Be sure to check out Horrocks if you are ever in East
2: Lansing. Well, I was thinking about getting to like, you know, 12 grand to like six each and just like, I don't know, taking a girl on like an Aspen vacation for the weekend or something. I've already had that in my mind. But you know, there's a big weekend, guy. We got a thousand dollars on the table. We'll be down to thirty five hundred before you even blink, and then we start doing splitting it. We're like, ah, we don't have as much as we thought.
1: I was thinking, how big would we go on the Super Bowl? Put a little aside and then go big on the Super Bowl. But we got to get there. That's what God. I was thinking in the midst of an eleven game win streak. Well, do you We've know it's already crossed my
2: mind? Like, make a couple big bets during the playoffs, college football playoff. You know, the Super Bowl. Two five thousand dollar bet on the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, exactly. But uh, all of a oh sudden, we God. got forty
2: seven grand in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but right now i i know i've learned one thing in life you start spending money you don't have and uh, uh the money you think you have can become money you definitely are never getting very quickly so we gotta lock in here truth i mean are these college bets we've been doing to me it's a little a little risky danny g says love the pod you put out some great content every week i look forward to listening thank you danny Question regarding the Niners. Assuming Jimmy's gone, where do you think they should spend the cap space that becomes available? Corner and D-line depth seems like obvious needs. Perhaps a veteran backup behind Trey. Any impact free agents come to mind? What they might look to sign. Relatedly, any Niner contracts uh, coming up they may not choose to resign. I sure hope building through the draft isn't the main strategy next year. My favorite bar is the lube room in Dorrington, C.A., Highway 4 just before Bear Valley. I'm afraid, but I feel obligated to Google this. The lube room? <laughs> is this a real place? And is it? Yeah, it's just a saloon. Here's the
2: lube room saloon. Pretty good little uh pretty cool little website. I yeah. love a good saloon with snow on top of it. Honestly, we didn't even listen to his question, but
1: uh, uh, oh, building through the draft. Yeah, to who who should the Niners not bring back? Oh, or should they spend their cap space if Jimmy's not back?
2: Well, they're going to need a corner, right? Maybe two, uh, and maybe buy an offensive lineman. I you just can always do that. I would, I would, I would never have any issue with buying offensive defensive linemen and corners. I would look at those two positions because to me, Kyle is going to figure it out with skill guys. I'll tell you this. What about buying a tight end? Yeah. To go with George. If they're... I've heard... I text a buddy in the league about Ertz. I'm like, do you think Ertz is going to be worth... Is he a multi-year contract at this point? He's like, I think he's probably a one-year moving forward. Would would Ertz... Love Ertz. get him for like one... Five seems cheap. Seems too low. But I don't know if he's as good anymore. And he can't block. i do one $5 million. Hey, you want to come home? Problem is like... It's like, well, you want to win a championship? He's like, I, I already won a ring. Walk-off touchdown, Super Bowl, Patriots, remember? So it's like, if I'm Ertz, I've already accomplished the main step. It, well, I'm trying to rack up some cash. Now,
1: thing he's you making want to play for good teams. Five isn't nuts. I mean, he's making eight and a half this year. Yeah, he's going to he's
2: gonna get a reduction. Yeah.
1: I like that idea a lot, actually. Um, Brent
2: Jones you know, was like a father figure for him growing up. Like They were close, him and Brent. Robert Tanyan's a free agent. Tours ACL, though. Mike Gesicki, they're bringing him back. I don't hate Gesicki. I like that, but I, to me, Gesicki feels like he might be he might cost a little something. Something. Yeah, I think he will. Um, was there another part of this? Oh, I, you know, veteran
1: quarterback. I mean, I'd love a. Uh, eh, you know, I don't know that they need to spend there because Kyle does pretty well getting
2: backup production out of backup quarterbacks. Yeah, to me, can you get the equivalent of, like, what the Bills did this year? A Mitch-type guy for $3 million. I'm cool with yeah. would, Or would you rather just have, like, an $800,000 sure. guy? Yeah, I'd to, rather you know, just yeah you
1: know, draft a guy. in the, I don't know. Find somebody gets, else's. Whatever. If Trey gets hurt, you're
2: fucked, so. Yeah, I'm
1: not. Uh, this is from MJW49ers. Great seeing you guys blowing up. Even better that you're getting the money bag for the best vodka around. Question. McGlinchey isn't the player we all hoped he'd be. Jalen Moore seems solid. I think he has upside. What do you think the Niners would net in an offseason trade? Would they get a second or a third, shed the salary, and allocate it towards a cornerback? McGlinchey. He has a
2: torn quad.
1: So so not a second? Is that what you're saying?
2: It, I, I just remember being in some free agent meetings when you kind of go around the room and you know, my job you know, as much as I was a scout, was always to be like, "What's well, the injury history, Middlecoff, and I just, you know, well, he's got concussion, this torn quad, now obviously, McGlinchey's a famous enough player right? most people would like, he has a major injury that's a pretty big major injury torn quad for a guy who I wouldn't exactly call uh, has Trent Williams feet <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, because I do think he's his heart's in the right place, and he's a solid player, and he, he we had him on the podcast a couple years ago, and he's I want to like him a lot. I just don't know how good he is, you know. Okay, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think next year will probably be his last year in the Niners. I do think he's an NFL starter, um, at a key position.
1: Yeah, I do think. He, do you think he's a starter? Yeah, yeah, I do too. And and I think the he's your guy, and you know what you're getting with him. I think it makes sense to keep him around. Depending on what you pay. Him. I think if and you look back and not you not worry God, about that, they got, that they got
2: McGlinchey world. in the third round. That's a good pick. It was like, where'd you get McGlinchey ninth overall?
1: Yeah, I know as Colton Miller.
2: He's quieted a little.
1: Uh, this is from super sleeper. Love the pod. As much as I love winning money. Now I can do both and listen, keep up the hot streak. Well, thank you. Uh, new streak starts today with Debo and Bosa playing the way they are. It seems like big contracts are coming up. Curious to hear what you think about the priorities will be to keep this team together and if they are able to dish out contracts with Trent, George, Fred, Eric, d Ford, Jimmy, all making big money. Cool story. My fiance and I are having a destination, maybe wedding in Key West. We were down there last week doing some planning and we watched the Niners Rams game at the Conch Republic. Great bar and seafood. Bartender was a diehard Eagles fan and told me Jimmy G was at the bar this summer, was a super nice guy, left a massive tip for everyone at the bar doing, oh, period. So Jimmy was great, left a massive tip for everyone at the bar. Nice, Jimmy. Uh, anyway, for the wedding, we're doing his and hers drinks. Here is my Tito's-based drink. Tropical Tito's Mule. One and a half ounces of Tito's vodka. One ounce of passion fruit juice puree. One ounce of lime juice. Two ounces of pineapple juice. Six ounces of ginger beer. Keep up the great content. Always supporting from the East Coast in Providence, Rhode Island.
2: Mm, that sounds like a good drink. I think Jimmy's good people. You know, he's No, no one's ever questioned too. Jimmy being good people.
1: And I think every time – I said this a few weeks ago. Every time I watch Jimmy do a press conference, I think he handles all of that comes with being a quarterback really well. The criticism, <laughs> see, the spotlight.
2: Grant asked him, after he won the game on Sunday, he's like, Jimmy, the last question was like, uh, Jimmy, there was a report this morning by Rap Sheet that you're going to get traded after the season. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, just one. Jimmy was like, yeah, man, I haven't seen that. Uh. It's just like, it kind of sucks. Like, I, I also I like Grant, rap- but I think sometimes it's just like, God damn. The, the rap sheet report, is, like,
1: I, I, I don't understand why that's being treated as news.
2: Well, because I don't think he, I think you run out, you know, it's like I us guess in the I summer. It's I like us I in do. the summer. Like there's not as much to talk about, right, from like uh, May to probably July. I think like week seven through about 12 for some of the guys, the insiders, like what's rap sheet bringing to the table like this Sunday morning? Like what really is there? Like you know, like my, my favorite
1: part of Sunday morning is the last five minutes before the games when it's like Glazer, here's who's in, here's who's out. It's like I know I read it on Twitter. Yeah, Nick Chubb is in. I know he's he warmed up an hour ago.
2: Yeah, we see it, buddy.
1: They 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 already put out their
2: inactives. We, yeah, the team the team tweets out who's playing. You
1: know? <laughs> so anyway, uh, who's who are you keeping together? I mean, Trent Stan, Georgia Stan. D Ford's not. Jimmy's not.
2: I would try to get Armstead to take a pay cut. D Ford, you're kind of stuck with his contract. Jimmy's gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think their their core really next year is Trent. Is there a Fred Warner restructure coming? Oh uh, no, not a year in. I don't think. Unless Al Shazier, you know, does he have twenty five tackles Sunday? Is he Al Shire? It's a hard name to say, but I like him. Fifty-one, good player.
1: I mean, the real question is, how much does Debo get?
2: You know, let's see if how healthy Debo can say. I'm not opposed to playing another year on a con- year contract. On a year. Contract year, what's the
1: uh, tag coming in 23?
2: The problem is that's not Parag. They always try to get a cheap deal. I think they'll try yeah. to get him for like 35 million dollars guaranteed well, this year. Like
1: as he's as he's like recovering from a hammy, that's when you sign him.
2: And then the Niners will treat out. We just got right. the uh, we just we just signed the highest running back contract in the history of the league. Trying to give themselves credit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that kid Monarch says, love the pod. Five stars. If Mayock gets let go, do y'all see who do y'all see as possible GM replacements? Heard both of you speak highly of Adam Peters. Would he take the Raiders job? Is it appealing? No. To
2: which? No, I can't say no. I mean, I, I don't know if he'd take it or not. Is it appealing? I think it's a little chaotic. It's just, I'd be a little nervous.
1: Yeah, I think the one thing that would make it appealing is absolute control.
2: If Mark hires you first and lets you hire the coach, for sure. And that's, right. a, very, that's a very appealing general manager job. So, yeah, I, if 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 he hires you first, I think it's very, very NFL appealing. Look, Adam Peters was trying to get the job for Matt Rule last year. So, if Mark Davis is going to hire him and hand him the keys to the franchise, and the one thing is, in the NFL, it's not the Oakland A's, right? You do have – every team has money to spend, and clearly the Raiders have spent money under Gruden's time. You do have a quarterback on the roster – but to me, if he hires a coach first, Gruden style. That person has power. Then to me, it's a little less appealing. Agreed.
1: Much less appealing, actually. I would say I wouldn't take it if I'm a quote-unquote GM, unless I, 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 I actually, know the guy.
2: I, I think I, I'm expecting package deal. I Lewis, would love to see who
1: Harbaugh's GM.
2: Uh, Balky. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Louis Riddick, like, you just mentioned him, package deal.
2: I don't know. What if Harbaugh just like, yeah, we're just going to go GM-less. I mean... <laughs> It's not in Be like it's not even like I want to scout. I don't even like that. But uh, I just don't want a GM talking to me.
1: <laughs> Z says, uh, "Do you guys think the Shanahan offense of a hard-nosed running back has led to the team's recent years of injury-proneness, like Kittle running backs always going down, offensive lineman getting hurt? How many wins do you think the Niners would have this year if they did what the Patriots did, went all in on Mac Jones? I know his ceiling is lower, and in the long run, uh, is lower in the long run. But from what you have seen from Mac this year, is he better or worse than you thought?" Also, can I get a cowboy steak? What's their biggest problem? I've never liked paying back, and my biggest fears are turning into realities. Let's rattle through. Do you think the hard-nosed offense has led to injuries? Yes, I do, and I've thought that for a while. You? Yes, for sure. But I love the offense. You just need 12 running backs. How many more wins would the Niners have if Mac Jones was the quarterback, and is he better or worse than you thought?
2: Maybe a win, but I don't think him. The way Jimmy's played the last couple weeks, there's no difference between the players.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if they'd have a win more. Um he has been a little better than I thought. I thought he'd be solid. I didn't think he'd win like this, but he went to New England. So that helps a lot. Yeah.
2: I mean, some of their wins, this is by far the biggest game. I mean, you know there's supposed to be 25 mile an hour wins Monday night football in Buffalo.
1: No, I did not know
2: that. We'll see. Like, let's he's beat up on a on a Titans team leaking oil. The Browns were in shambles. He beat the Jets twice. I'm not trying to take anything away from him because I've been impressed. He throws for 150 yards a game. Their defense and run game. Let's let's see Buffalo, because I could see a, a Mac come back to Jesus moment.
1: Uh, I agree. It's a long year. I guess it's, it's a come long back to Earth. three not years. A, not a come college. back to Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah. Come back. Come back to Earth. Talk to Jesus. Two You days. were you went to the church
1: every <laughs> every Sunday as a
2: child. Please,
1: son, come back to Jesus. Give up the drugs. Come back to Jesus. Um, and the, uh, Seahawks, what's, uh, sorry, uh, wrong silver Cowboys. What's their biggest problem? Uh, I'd say not they're enough. not proven winners. That'd be my first issue with them. And I'm not sure if they're good enough. I don't, am not sure if they're well enough coach and I'm not sure if their quarterback's a prime time guy. If you're talking about like winning a championship,
2: I've had people slide into my DMS just cause a lot of like Eagles giants people just from the NFC stuff. Follow me. And they have said, like, you know, Dak Prescott gets a little bit of a pass. He's got a little Stafford quality. The better the team and the bigger the game, sometimes he has not played as well. Something to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, I I think there's something, too. They're just missing something.
2: I think part of it is, does that team really know how to win? Because he does. I think Dak has this more even than Stafford. People want to really root for Dak. He's a very likable guy. You hear him talk, you're like, God damn, I like this guy. Yep. Where it's like Rodgers is kind of the opposite. You I kind of hate this oh. guy. And then you watch Rodgers and you're like, Jesus, this guy's good. I always had that thought. Like, Rodgers is now my type guy. And then I watch him and I go, is this the best player I've ever seen? I know.
1: <laughs> I know. I watched the thing where Dak saw, saw the little kid this year. And the little kid thought he was somebody. What did he say? He's like, aren't you? He's like, no, I'm Dak Prescott. He thought he was he Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. I was like, Dak is. And then watching him in Hard Knocks. The best part of Hard Knocks was just Dak. Like, he's just high level. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? You can always count on Middle Call for a Jimmy Johnson video. Anything goes well for the Cowboys.
2: It's hard to beat that video, even though I know it was a candlestick. Jerry's about 40 years old, walking out. It's just a great, it's a great Jimmy
1: Johnson has more hair than the collective shave it or save it contestants.
2: Aikman's holding like Michael Irvin's kid with huge chewing. Massive Chew. In a locker room guy, that's the NFL less than 30 years ago. That locker room is shittier than Davis High's locker room. The NFL was a completely different world in the 90s than it is now.
1: Do you know what year Jimmy Johnson was born in? Quick, top of your head, don't even think.
2: I mean, uh, 41. Yeah, 1943. How old is he? 78. He still looks damn good for a 78-year-old, doesn't he? He looks
1: incredible. That's what made me look.
2: He has great hair. Do you think your hair is going to be that good, that old? I don't. I. I mean, I, that. Your dad pretty... a good hair guy still? No. But is was he ever a good hair guy? Like in most of your life? No. Oh, so you. Oh yeah. You it's, they say balls.
1: it's your mom's dad. Your mom's dad has good thick, genetics. Thick, he had thick hair till the very end. Yep. Israel guy. Uh yeah. Yep.
2: A lot of hair in Israel. Oh yeah. I feel like they're it's bald very, Jews. It's very though. hairy
1: people. I'm sure, I mean, but there's Larry a lot of, arm, lot of arm hair.
2: Oh yeah, you guys are hairy, but I'm just saying like a lot of you guys lose your hair.
1: There's a great line uh, you've been watching uh, you've been watching Larry David. Oh uh, yeah. The man asked him to pray for his father. He's like, "I don't pray." He's like, "Well, how do you know there's no god, Larry?" And Larry goes, "Cuz I'm bald." <laughs>
2: that was a good that
1: was a good line. All right, Mailbag. Thanks for hanging. That turned out to be a much longer Mailbag than we thought, but that's okay. You guys stuffed the iTunes reviews with Mailbag questions, and we appreciate your engagement and your contribution to this content. Let's go.